0: Welcome back to another episode of the it's Raven Ron. Geeks. I'm your co-host, Nick Williamson, and with me as always are the other co-host. I'm CJ. And the actual host of our show. Fran. Coleman. And, yeah, we've got a great show today. Probably going to talk about galaxy hopping some more. Probably not. What are we talking about today, Fran?
1: <laughs> Alright, well our first topic we're getting into is Into the Spider-Verse. It is officially getting a sequel. It's been announced. We will be getting it. On April 8th of 2022 And we have a new director uh, Jaquim DeSantos He's uh, directed some episodes of Avatar Last Airbender Uh, He's directed some animated DC films He's also uh, directed some Episodes of Legends of Korra So he's well versed in the animated realm I'm cool with this decision I'm excited we're getting sequeled into the Spider-Verse uh, what do you guys think about the
2: story? First one is a 10 out of 10. Yes. Literally greatest yeah. comic book movie ever made. It's just not even, great. like... For me, it's not even a competition between that and anything else. Yeah, <laughs> I can watch that movie time and time again and never get bored of it. Uh, so the fact that we're getting a sequel, as always, I'm kind of always, like, a little nervous that they're going to mess it up. But, like, other than that, I'm super hyped for it. And given the the director's track record, I'm I'm cool with it. Like, I, I trust it. Everyone loves Avatar, uh... Like the Last Airbender. People really liked Korra once. I think Korra got going. People really liked Korra. Mm-hmm. Uh, and what was the third thing that he directed? Oh, like he directed some
1: movies. DC animated film. I know he directed a, a Superman and Shazam film. He directed mm-hmm. a Green Arrow short film. So he's well-versed within the, the animated film. I think world. people like those. I mean, Yeah. yeah. So, I've heard great reviews about all animated DC films. I have mm-hmm. yet to hear about one where people disliked. Yeah, um, yep. Even though I don't necessarily watch them myself, I've heard great reviews from everybody, from those who do. So I, I have faith in this director to carry this in the right direction.
0: Yeah, Yeah. that's good. I am also very excited for it. Uh, I would 100% agree, best comic book movie of really all time. I love the art in it. Um, I'm excited to see where they go with it because, you know, they could easily just bring back, you know, all the other Peter Parkers who were there. But I feel like there's more Spider-Verse that you could go into. I feel like there's a lot more that they could bring with uh, some new characters and some old characters, see new interactions between them. If they do that, I will agree with you that I would be a little nervous to see how they take it, but at the same time, I think it'd be really cool um, to bring in some new characters, even have, Miles Morales uh, go into a different Spider-Verse mm-hmm. instead of the others coming into his, see him going to other ones.
1: Yeah, I think we'll see a lot of universe hopping. Uh, we did get a glimpse of uh, Spider-Man 2099 and the post-credits scene. Universe so, hopping. Uh, uh, yeah, universe hopping.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's not galaxy hopping, but it's universe hopping. Told you we'd talk about it again. <laughs>
1: yeah, I, I'm, I'm glad that we're going to get some of that. I'm excited to see what they do with Miles Morales and when they take that character as well as some of the other side characters we saw. Um, what do you guys think or villain wise we got a lot of villains in this first one we got mm. a, Kingpin, Doc Ock Kingpin, a version of Doc a different version of Doc Ock I liked uh, that version of Doc, Doc Ock she was, a lot too his wife or his daughter I think it's or
2: the or wife yeah wife. was it? I
0: so. no I don't yes. think she was Kingpin's wife no, no like like Doc, Doc Ock
2: just, oh okay I was just... her last <laughs> name was Octavius
0: yeah okay so, sorry <laughs>
1: um, we also know. got a version of Scorpion so we got a lot of different villains in that are there yeah. any iconic Spider-Man villains you guys hope to see in this sequel
2: uh uh, I definitely want there to be more, like, mix-ups, like, meaning, like, not fully what we're used to. So, like, I don't know, like, black cat, but it's a dude, you know? Like, I don't know, <laughs> something like that. Like, like different variations of yeah. characters we're already yeah. familiar with. Because, yeah. like, we know the originals at this point. Like, most people do. Like, Spider-Man villains are pretty iconic, I would say. Like, a lot of, If it's not... If you don't know... If you're thinking of villains, you either think of Batman or you think of Spider-Man, in my opinion. I, I could be wrong. As far Batman. as villains go, yeah, yeah. They
0: have some of the most iconic ones between, <laughs> you know, Sandman, Venom. Yeah. Uh,
2: I'd like to see Sandman. But I think Sandman
0: Man would be really cool. I think a uh, Green Goblin who... Well, I guess Green Goblin was already in, in the Spider-Verse, wasn't he? Oh, yeah, he was. Very vaguely. Yeah. Was like I'd like secret. to see him come back because he was actually, like, very Goblin-esque, whereas mm-hmm. I feel like most iterations of the Green Goblin that we've had so far have been, like... Norman Osborne in the weird Goblin suit type yeah, thing, you yeah, know yeah. So, like, having, like, an actual Like, goblin Would Dude, be really cool Was
2: the Prowler an original villain Or has he been around before?
1: Uh, no, Prowler's been around before
2: Okay, yeah. well I want someone a little more like the Prowler Like someone that we haven't really seen before mm-hmm. I will say what I really want from this movie Is to make sure that I think it's Jake Johnson He comes back to play yes. William Parker Yes, Oh. That casting choice was literally the greatest. Yes. And the fact that I'm listening to, like, one of my favorite actors, like, just be Spider-Man is so cool.
0: And also, I really hope Spider-Ham comes back. Is that what he's called? Or Peter Porker? Peter Porker. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I really hope he comes back, too. Um, Because that that was one thing that actually really surprised me about that is I just kind of expected Peter Porker, Spider-Ham, to be, like, the comic relief character. And, like, Mm -hmm. he definitely was, but especially because he was voiced by John Mulaney, I was expecting that a lot more. But he kicks a lot of butt, like, actually does, and it's cool. Mm -hmm. I also love the fact that he just gives his hammer to uh, Mouth Morales.
2: (laughs) what is it what is like the last thing oh where he says like that's all folks and like yeah. he's like is he legally allowed to say yeah. that like, <laughs> <laughs> Um I also want Nicolas Cage to come back just because I just want all those characters to come back Yeah, uh, I want, he,
1: as, as like noir Spider-Man Nicolas yeah. Cage was like a perfect that was fit. Yeah. That very funny it's good to see Nicolas Cage getting into like honestly big, if that whole
0: cast there. just came back yeah. it'd be awesome because um, there were a lot of there were a lot of Spider-Gwen's for Halloween this year, mm-hmm. um, I you know I work at an elementary school for an after school program, and they did a Halloween party, and I there were at least five that I saw. Is this the so, first
2: Halloween since Spider Verse came out? Yeah, because yeah. Spider Verse came out so, the yeah. very end of last year, yeah. didn't it? Yeah. Yeah.
0: So I I would be surprised with just the magnitude of how iconic Spider Gwen was for especially a lot of little girls. I would be surprised if she didn't come back too and also she was kind of a love interest for uh, Miles Morales yeah, she so like a very
1: key like side role in, yeah. in the first one so I'd be surprised if the role, if role got this more. time around isn't as big or probably bigger which is what I'd be yeah.
2: anticipating the thing that really interests me that I just thought about was uh, at first I was like man it's so strange for them to announce this movie like what is it two years two years in before, advance and, almost more than a year and a years. half yeah. but when you think about it i don't know if you guys remember this but like they had, they released the initial trailer for spider verse like two years before it released did they really oh yeah if you look at like the trailer release Ow. date it's like at least over a year like a year and a lot of change and it's like the entire scene is like him going through the the, the nighttime like city sequence where he's swinging around mm-hmm. and i remember when i first watched it i was like it's coming out in 2018 like why why and it was like 2016 at the point i swear it was like why are we getting this right now and then all of a sudden the wait wasn't really that long and when the movie finally came out it was obviously extremely worth it so yeah and it's just so good too now? i want to know when this thing dropped
1: all right well while you're while you're finding that moving into our next news story um andy circus and colin Farrell are both in talks to join this matt reese batman film we've talked about a lot of casting decisions and casting news that have come out for this but This time around, Andy Serkis is not talks to play Alfred, which I think is an interesting choice because I actually really like Jeremy Irons, so I'm a little upset that we're not going to have him continue. And also, Colin Farrell is not talks to play Penguin. We've talked about getting Penguin in this film. At first, it looked like we weren't getting him, like Riddler was going to be the main villain, Mm -hmm. but from the looks of it, we are going to get some form of Penguin. How do you guys feel about this? Colin Farrell seems like an interesting Penguin choice for me. I was... He's not what I would Ideally see as someone Who would work as Penguin But Colin Farrell Is a phenomenal actor So I, I trust him To do anything But my casting decision I think under the direction like Of that, yeah, uh, would, Matt would Reeves It's also in a different direction.
0: Yeah. Um, I think with Matt Reeves It'll be a good Fit You know He's a very Qualified director Very good actor For it uh, Well just in general Not necessarily for it But like I think If saying, what?
2: Well, Did you say Matt Reeves Is an actor is
0: it? No Matt Reeves Is the director I thought you right. said he was a good actor. Okay, no. <laughs> I
2: was like, "What do you want?" <laughs> While I'm making know, fun man. of you, uh, it was December 2017 when the trailer released, so it was a whole year. Which to me, we usually get like trailers like I would say like six months out usually, because yeah. yeah. like yeah. like the Endgame trailer released in like early December and then was released in April, whereas this was a whole year of like they announced yeah. the movie And then nothing. (laughs) So (laughs) all right, anyways. Um, yeah, I think it'll be fine.
0: Kind of now that I'm done being made fun of, it'll be fine. <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, I, I'm, I'm actually,
1: I'm actually very excited for this. I think if you're going to replace Jeremy Irons, I think Andy Serkis is as worthy of a contender to replace Jeremy Irons as anybody. I just would have liked to have seen at least some of the characters from the Ben Affleck's Batman <laughs> universe return. It just kind of Damn. feels like we like a lot of these people are already been cast, like Commissioner Gordon. Like a lot of those people were already cast, and it just mm-hmm. seems like all right, we're just gonna scrap that and ignore it. And recast everything which is like an interesting
2: decision I'm but curious. i mean
0: if they're trying to rebrand and actually like bring a good batman into the dceu not that the other ones yeah. weren't like good but like a more critically acclaimed i guess I, I, and they're I, just I trying to completely rebrand maybe to me,
1: the issues with the dceu that it already existed weren't with batman in terms of their casting like i had no yeah. issue with jeremy irons i had no issue with ben affleck mm. and even though we didn't get a whole lot of um, J.K. Simmons as Commissioner Gordon, the scenes mm-hmm. he was in, I enjoyed. Like yeah. we didn't get a lot. We, I don't feel like we got enough of him for really make a decision on how he was. But I feel like we just didn't get to see enough of that Batman universe to just say, all right, we're just going to scrap it now. Like they didn't even get their own movie, really. Right. Like every movie they've been in, they had to share with either Superman or the rest of the Justice League. Yeah. So I, I feel like they didn't really get their fair due in, the, in those roles, which is why I'm a little disappointed. But I feel like the, the cast that we have right now is so good that it's really hard to complain about it.
2: I think the only person from like that's not like the superman or aquaman like or in like gal gadot is like wonder woman is uh margot robbie is just like still in the franchise Like yeah. she's the only, <laughs> the only one that, from over. like the batman kind of side of things is the only one to actually carry over yeah. i mean i could be wrong but like that's the only one i think is actually staying the same. No, I, that, I think that is
1: the only one that's actually yeah. carrying over. Because, I mean, Joker at this point, I don't think Jared Leto's coming
2: back. I no. think they so, actually announced like, that he's not. Yeah, so I think these, Which, the only carryover.
0: Thing. That's okay, though. Yeah, yeah, I think we're okay. I'm, with also, that. I'm we're okay, okay cool with, with uh, uh, how they chose to
2: just to kind get of rid of. Boot.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Where,
1: how do you guys think the screen time between Penguin and Riddler will be split, though? Do you think that they, they'll be like co villains? Do you think it'll be more of a Penguin just comes in at the beginning, gets stopped, and then is Riddler's film? Or how do you, I mean, I feel like if you're casting. Colin Farrell. He's, like, his size is going to be size. Yeah. You know yeah. I'm saying? Like, he's who, going to be in the film for a decent amount. Who
2: have they said that's going to play the Riddler? If they uh, that it was Paul Dano. Okay, yeah. yeah. All right, so, like, if they can play off each other really well, I want to see that. Yeah. Like, I don't remember what I was going to say. I, I, I would like to see them as co, co-villains because mm-hmm. I think Penguin, for me, again, it, it all matters how well they do Penguin because if Penguin's some campy little guy that's, like, you know, yeah I want, like, Penguin to be, like ruthless and cold-blooded i want to see like crushed kneecaps I, by the hand of penguin's cane or something just you know ooh, yikes using a penguin to crush a kneecap
0: see i kind of i i feel like i disagree with that a little bit i agree with the premise of i think it'd be cool to see them working together but i think it would be interesting to see um the riddler like within his clues be hinting that he's going to like betray or like kill the penguin himself so that like he is the main bad guy still so they're working together until you know oops now Riddler just turned on his own friend and now it's only him super friends yeah (laughs) Um, I kind
1: of agree with that actually I think I would like to see Riddler kind of take over as the main villain of of this film I don't know if I'm Down with the idea of having two co-villains sort of take over. And,
0: like, if he hints at it throughout his riddles and, like, if... I don't... I feel like traditionally maybe the Penguin isn't meant to be super-duper smart, but I could be wrong. And then have, like, Batman, you know, is a genius, so, like, he could be figuring out, but, like, the Penguin is just, like, completely... Like blindsided by it, like does not know, very ignorant yes. to the idea.
1: Yeah, based on the casting, because initially, um, I, I felt like once we got the, the casting that Riddler was going to be in it, I automatically assumed any other villain that would be cast would just be sort of a throwaway. When you put in someone like Colin Farrell, you don't make that casting decision without, right? You know, it's like you you have a you have something in plan for that character if you're putting Colin Farrell in that role, so which makes me think he's going to have a sizable role. But I just don't know how they're going to manage because you have to understand this is the first. Solo Batman film We've gotten in the DCU Mm -hmm. So there's a lot They have to set up Even if they're not Doing his whole backstory We still have to understand What this iteration of Batman Is going to be And have to understand What the tone is going to be And everything So I feel like Focusing on one villain Would just make that task A lot easier but also, I understand that Matt Reeves is a very capable director. You know, having come from the Planet of the Apes franchises, which handled a lot of different apes, a lot of different characters, did it successfully, I have faith that he can do it. But ideally, I think I would have just liked to have seen Riddler, Let, have this be Riddler's film and not have any other villains sort of come in and sort of step on his toes. I think you would have had a better shot just having one villain, yeah. in my
2: opinion. That's see it. Well, I mean... They get big star talent too to just do small roles as well as the thing, you yeah. know. I'm thinking back to like Deadpool 2. Was it Brad Pitt or Matt Damon? Is like the invisible guy. In it was, the Brad Pitt, yeah. Yeah, it was Brad Who Pitt? Yeah, as Brad Pitt, like, is like just enough for you to be like, was that, was Brad, that Brad Pitt? Pitt? Yeah, just kept moving out. <laughs> yeah. Like that was weird. Yeah, <laughs> uh, something like that, you know. I uh, obviously they gave him a little bit bigger role than just. Getting electrocuted to death, you yeah. know. like Is this in Deadpool uh, Two? This is yeah. Deadpool Two. Man.
0: Oh, that's why I'm confused. Okay. <laughs> have you not seen Deadpool Two? I haven't seen Deadpool Two yet. Sheesh. Okay. There's yeah. Grace for that. Yeah, we're gonna have to address oh, that. Yeah. Yeah. All right. We're smacking. We're And be like the penguin. All right. Well, my Alana's my friend, so. <laughs> All
1: right. Well, All right. moving on into our main uh news topic, we talked about Terminator Dark Fate a little bit last week, and. Going into this week, I actually did plan for it to actually do okay at the box office. I didn't think that we would be reading about this the way we are now, but it is on track to lose 120 million dollars at the box office. Yikes. it completely flopped in, any, in every way, shape or form. It, the budget for it was 185 million. That was a production budget.
0: Is that Opening including in uh, May, 29 million? Is that including critical review too? Uh, or is it just people Haven't people been People like to the see it?
1: movie I mean people That's the, like, thing. People That's like the, thing, the though movie. The reviews for the movie Have been good like, It has a 71% On Rotten Tomatoes right now So it's, it's gone up people, Since the last
0: time We even talked it's, about yeah, it's it just Yeah
1: just people Aren't going to see it the like the, the production budget, like I said, Go see it. Million. The well, critics say
0: like it's good. Well, <laughs> we don't know yet, but the critics well, say it's good. You should trust them more than us.
2: I was going to say we all had plans to see it too. And <laughs> we then, uh, did, and then we went to fit. Haps instead. That <laughs> is true. None of us did see <laughs> so it. Like that
1: probably, probably did contribute nah, to it a little
2: bit. But I mean, I mean, our thirty bucks might have saved the entire film as we know it. I, I mean, <laughs> it wouldn't be something. Well, no, because we would
0: have gone on a Tuesday, so tickets would have been discounted. So we, oh, wouldn't yeah. anyway. oh, Aw, we wouldn't have saved it anyway. Ah <laughs> man,
1: ah. I think it's good we saved it. Sorry, that. Terminator. We wouldn't have made much when we impact But I mean, when you look at the numbers for Genesis, I mean, Genesis made over 440 million world ride which is roughly what this would need to make to break even, and it's nowhere close to that. <laughs> so, where do you guys think the state of the franchise is right now? Do you obviously, I don't think we're getting a sequel off of this. Like I, I think <laughs> the the trailer trailer, process, you're no right, movie, Alana. Any film that loses over 100 million dollars is not getting a sequel. So no, where do you no. think the, the state of the Terminator franchise is? Is it completely dead? It are should, should try to be at it, this we again in five years, or where do you think we are now? It Man. should
0: just let this be it at this point. Like I'm sorry, sorry. Right. Um, I think you know with the success of the first, what two? Honestly, it's mm-hmm. probably all you needed. You probably didn't even really need the second one, but the second one did have a cool premise. Um, But after the second one, you probably just didn't need any of them. I agree. I think
1: Terminator worked best as a one-film, like, one-off. I think it just—and then, like, T2 was so good that it's kind of hard to say that. Mm -hmm. But I think after that, the film just sort of took a a very severe, sharp left turn and never really, like, gained its footing back after that. And I really do think—I genuinely think that if Dark Fate had been Genesis, like, if they had never released Genesis— and Mm -hmm. just went from Salvation that said alright Dark Fate is how we're gonna reboot it I think they would've actually gotten back on track but I think because Genesis was so like not good yeah I think the (laughs) fact that Genesis Genesis just sort of just like crapped upon
0: by critics yeah.
1: and fans. I think people were just were done with it after that. Yeah. That by the time Dark Fate came around, people just had
2: lost interest.
0: And like I said, I think leading up to the film, it was super, super, like, over-advertised almost. Yeah. I mean, they put th- him I mean, in
2: freaking video games. Yeah. I mean, I was yeah. Like, the Terminator one. was in Mortal, Mortal Kombat, Kombat. And yep. and Gears Beers of War and and 5, more, yeah. so the, this marketing campaign...
0: And like, then just, just even like, think uh, on yeah. YouTube, every other mm-hmm. ad was, I am Jane Connor, you know? Yeah. Um, <laughs> we do that one more time. <laughs> <laughs> I am Jane Connor. We should make him um, repeat something he says every, every cuz we did we definitely did that last cause, yeah, cuz last time it was ooh, what's Deadpool and this time it's I am Jane Connor. Anyway, um <laughs> my point being it was so like over advertised and di- maybe even over hyped yeah. to the point where people were just annoyed with it and like,
2: "Nah, don't want to do that." Peace out. Yeah. I think I did go in with the expectation that the movie wasn't going to be good because of where the track record has been as of recently. Mm. I didn't want it to flop. I was right. Yeah. I mean, I mentioned that already. Yeah. I was no, right. You, you were hey, <laughs> CJ was right, by the way. Yeah, I was actually... In case exactly. you're wondering. Everyone doubted me, but I said that this movie was going to be unfortunately... CJ. Important.
0: Mr... And, can, am I allowed to say your real
2: name? I, I mean, if you really need to. Okay. So. Corey Justin really Russell... Is, that really <laughs> pushes the... Was... <laughs> Really right. Well, help. here, let me get you my social security number while you're <laughs> at it. Mean, you just mention that, too. <laughs> um, no, so anyway, no, I, I didn't want the movie to flop, but I had a feeling it was going to, you know? Yeah. It reminds me of uh, the Alien franchise, where the first two were incredible. They're incredible. They were so good. They just never recovered after and that. And you just literally never needed to watch anything else again. If they. Man. Yeah. <laughs> I, now I'm thinking about Alien. <laughs> Why are you crying in the club right now? <laughs> it
1: makes me so sad. Yeah, which, I mean, when you look at the studios that I like, put in on this film, Paramount, Skydance, and Disney. Which that was a name mm-hmm. I wasn't expecting to yeah. see. Like those three studios. Disney's just gonna buy everything. I mean, yeah, Disney really is not taking much of a hit from this. Like Disney's doing. I <laughs> think they're gonna be just but fine. Yeah. Paramount and Skydance. It's like the film you put uh, a decent stake into just lost a hundred mm-hmm. million dollars. Where do you go from there? Yeah, I think I feel like Terminator is a franchise that if you're a big studio, you kind of rely on to do well. Mm-hmm. And I mean. It's understandable looking at the numbers Genesis made it made over 440 million worldwide and that movie you expect, was like, yeah that movie uh, wasn't even good so it was like, yeah. okay, we made a better movie this time you expect to at least make what you made last time yeah. right. now maybe a little bit more and to have a 100 million dollar loss I think it's just sort of like well I think this franchise is officially dead now yeah. which I, I think for now is a good thing I yeah. think that Terminator needed to take a break and just sort of just let it breathe because I think when you look at the just the storyline of Terminator, there's not really a whole lot you can do in terms of reinventing yourself. Someone goes back in time to kill somebody or someone goes into the future to do something like at the other not a day, it's all the same. Yeah, yeah. At the end of the day you're repeating the same story. Robots are killing people, and you need a while, to kill I the robots. People just sort of get sick of it. Like there's not a whole lot of new original things you can do with it outside of Salvation, where the entire film takes place in the future. Yeah, but that was so boring and bland, where it just wasn't executed properly. I
0: think the only way you can make it much more creative is if you're finding new tools that the Terminators can use to mm-hmm. do their killing. But yeah, outside of that, outside really, of that there's
2: really new directions you can take it in. Genre-bend I mean, like, make it a horror movie for all I care. Make like, it a galaxy-hopping movie.
1: To, when you look at the first
2: Terminator, it's really a true <laughs> horror-thriller
1: film. And they just don't. They don't really. This man said make it to make it, to it a galaxy hopping movie. <laughs> make it a galaxy hopping movie. Sheesh.
2: Nick, take off your mic. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, the you are my ring. I'm your ride. <laughs> if I'm leaving, you're walking. Franz got car too. Exactly. I would have taken care. All right. Well. <laughs> Anyways. So. I have your backpack in my car
0: still. Good luck getting that back now.
2: I, <laughs> I love that you're like you had like a slow realization <laughs> that we, work, work, we were. I was so man. mad at it. Yeah, I was just yeah. like
1: I was like, CJ <laughs> does not look happy about something, so I'm just like I'm trying to figure out, out what
2: it is. Slowing down, you were just like I was like, is it something I said? Like
1: what, what's going on? No, okay, nine times out of ten it's
0: probably me. <laughs> Like gentle (laughs) tread. I was like, I'm just just talking a
1: little slower and slower (laughs) about what just happened, (laughs) and hopefully we get to the bottom of it before I finish the sentence. (laughs) But yeah, it was me. (laughs) I I, I figured as much. I was like, I think Nick might have said something.
2: Make a saw Terminator movie. That's what I'm saying I'm not going to okay. see Because I can't do slashers Like ever yeah. mm-hmm. so I think I've seen One of the song movies Like
1: just very gory Very just go all in just Try all something new
2: If you really want to Make Terminator work Do something new with it I don't know yeah. Like I think going I
1: think going back To the, the horror trend I think actually Is a good idea Because I think That's <laughs> where Terminator Got his fame When you look at The first <laughs> Terminator movie Yeah it's you can say it's like a robot action movie towards the end, but mm-hmm. the, the majority of that film it's kind of like is a, a soccer movie. It's, it's, a, yeah. it's almost like a like a, a thriller horror even, film, yeah, or almost. So I, I think that's where the franchise sort of made its bread and butter. And I think if you're able to capture that tone and do it correctly, mm-hmm. I think that's a good way to go back to it. But at the same time, we're going back to the same issue of you're sort of repeating the same story trope over and over again. Yeah. Yeah. And after a while, people really get tired of that. So I don't know what new direction you could take this in that would save this franchise after 100 million dollar loss, like there's nowhere else to go it's but it's up.
0: gonna be even harder but, at that point but even like, uh... I feel like it's not like yeah they lost a hundred million dollars but like critically this is still one of the better movies so mm-hmm. it's not like yeah money wise it's a loss but storytelling wise at least you know it still has the ability to make a good story mm-hmm. you know yeah, but I, I, but I like think as far as what the fans want, it's just it's not what they want anymore. It's not
1: what they want anymore. I mean, yes, it was number one at the box office domestically, but that's like saying you're the tallest third grader. It only made twenty nine mm. million dollars. Yeah, as there wasn't really much. So, so there wasn't much competition. Like. So I, I feel like, and I don't, I don't see this thing having legs going forward. You got stuff like Doctor Sleep coming out this weekend. Oh, is that like, this weekend? Sure. Yeah. So I, I don't, i not necessarily see this thing having legs. Like, if I have a choice between Terminator, Dark Fate, and Doctor Sleep, I'm going to see Doctor Sleep. Yeah. So I don't, people are saying that movie's doing really well too. I, I, I mean, I've heard this been. I've heard. Some good things from that, actually. Yeah. So I don't see Terminator getting its footing back or getting anywhere yeah. close to this 450 it needs to make just to break even. Yeah, Not to make a profit just to break even, it needs 450 million dollars. Which and good luck right on I'm that one. At 102 globally because it only <laughs> made like 28 million in China.
2: That's yeah, that, so that's actually got, we got a ways bad. to go
1: with this. I'm, I I I'm really concerned, and I actually really because It was directed by Tim Miller, and I'm a really big fan of his. Yeah. But I, I really do feel like Terminator needs to take a break. I feel like a lot of these franchises that. You know, saying we're made popular in the '80s that they're trying to reboot now. A lot of them have not worked, so yeah. I feel like the best thing to do. You talk about you just talk about Alien, Alien Covenant, Prometheus. Those weren't necessarily received well. And <laughs> it it um, you got stuff like
0: well, and a lot of original <laughs> ideas are even like, are doing super well. Like let's even think, you know, Into the Spider Verse is a completely original. For well, the most part, right. well, not completely, but like an original concept to it's the, a new way to, it's a new the way to tell yes. that story, which yeah. is what he's getting. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. so I do so agree. F- yeah, a lot of those newer concepts, new ways to tell the same similar story. stories,
2: have been working pretty well.
1: I think that's the way you do a lot of these. Reboots, do you disagree? Like many I'm, years, I'm still after thinking the about effect. Alien Covenant. But I think oh. he's still thinking about <laughs> Alien. he's yeah, trying to like recover
2: right now, thinking about Alien. Do you not like Alien Covenant? Dude, that movie made me so mad. Really? I just
1: I, I feel the, like I'm the one the, person that actually liked the,
2: that movie. The horror aspect was awesome. And I'm yeah. not a horror guy is a thing. So I love that part of the yeah. movie. For me to say I love that part of the movie is really something. But then they tried making Michael Fassbender like
1: <laughs> I think a lot of the a lot of the Fighting quote, himself. Yeah, a lot man. of like the philosophical questions they tried to answer and they tried to get deep with it. I yeah. feel like Alien, you're trying to be something you're not. That's yeah. not what you are. It was like just yeah. stick it to your corner and be like just a scary alien film and stop trying to be yeah. stop trying to answer this existential question of where human beings come from yeah, they're it's... trying to do too much which cause... I feel like ultimately led to that franchise's downfall yeah. so
2: cause the original Alien is probably like in my top 10 favorite movies of all time like that movie is so it still is good to this day like watching it mm-hmm. like sure it's aged a little bit but like it's it so matter, enjoyable. Really. Like, yeah, it's, it's yeah. such a
1: well made film. Yeah. I don't even really care that the, that the special effects on this are. Exactly. They, they look very dated, but exactly. the film is so well made, it really doesn't even and
2: matter. And I feel like they had the right ideas with Covenant. They just. It wasn't executed super well. Not at like, all. Yeah. Because, like, it was like, oh, here you're thrown into this movie with expecting to kind of already, like, get all the information you need. Have fun. Like, <laughs> yeah. you know. It, like, it also,
1: I feel like, sort of destroyed a lot of the. Because I feel like. with with Prometheus there are a lot of questions that went unanswered and Mm -hmm. Alien Covenant was supposed to be like well yeah all the questions you had about Prometheus come here to Alien Covenant we'll answer Mm -hmm. them for you and then you get to Alien Covenant I was like okay I got my answers but they suck so so I was like okay I got the answers I'm looking for but I really don't like them because I I like Michael
0: Fassbender I choose to substitute your reality with my own reality not
2: even his character just Michael Fassbender Michael Fassbender Fassbender um and well, they ended it with like the twist which was like who really thought that david like lost yeah. you know like yeah like the like the good michael fassbender died like oh come on give me a break <laughs> we all knew what was happening he got on that ship and we all knew exactly what was yeah, going I, on I, at
1: that point i was just like yes it's not gonna end well
2: for her mm-hmm. no that's that's really it that part it the fact that they ended it there made me really sad or mad but like when she like goes to bed, and, like, the evil Michael Fassbender's sitting there, kind of yeah. like, hey. yeah. <laughs> and she's, like, screaming and hitting it, yeah. and, like, that part was cool, but, like, <laughs> I am thinking, like, he's, like, doing a little dance, like, <laughs> I was, like I was celebrating, I was just like,
1: no, like, I don't know who put that in the
2: script, but yeah. you're fired. Yeah, no, it was, <laughs> like, anyway, uh, that was a weird segue from Terminator. What were we talking about? Yeah. I, I feel
1: like but I mean there's a lot of there's a lot there's of parallels between those two yeah. franchises though. Like when yeah. you look at the first two films were phenomenal and then it mm-hmm. sort of took a left turn after that. Now I will contend that Prometheus and Alien Covenant are better films than Terminator Salvation. I can agree with them. And yeah. Terminator Genesis. However, yeah. the, the it's still you're putting the franchises are still in the same boat yeah. of Two, the first two films were great. You're trying to capture that magic again and you're just mm-hmm. not able to do it. Yeah. But I, And I feel like Terminator's in a better... I'm sorry, Alien's in a better position to do it just because there's more things you can do with that yeah. story. Yep. Whereas with Terminator the story is so contained in time traveling to the past or back to the future or you just tell the story of yeah. John Connor in the future. Yeah. There's not a whole lot of different places you can take that story unless you just blow it up and do something completely different, yeah. which you could do, but then at that point, is it still even really Terminator at that point? Yeah. So it, it, there's, a lot, there's a lot of questions I feel like the Terminator franchise needs to answer before they start to greenlight and go ahead with another film. Yeah. So I, I would say this When do you guys think if at all We will get our next Terminator film Is it 20 years from now Is it 30 years from now Is um, it Terminator Dark Fate needs to be the last one And we just go This is a franchise where we go the first two are great Other ones not so much but it lives in the past now We can move on
0: If they try and do it again Let it be way in the future But way I, in the
2: future and like a hard reboot Yes like,
0: like a super hard reboot But at that point a hard reboot it's gonna be hard to get a hard reboot that matches the cultural like impact and how good the first two terminators were mm-hmm. you know yeah. so i almost feel like i'm leaning more towards just let it be where it is and don't touch it
2: yeah i yeah it's hard to say i mean terminator is still like revered today like i'm thinking like in stranger things 3 like they have like a terminator kind of guy mm, yeah, you know man. like so i want it to still exist but i want it to be like the terminator concept is there but it's all different characters all different like actors and actresses and just like hard reboot give it like 10 years let people sit on it and then maybe people will just forget the terminators you know like we're a thing (laughs) It was Arnold. (laughs) Oh, no.
1: This film has a long ways... This film has a long road ahead of it, and I think it's just going to be a a few agonizing weeks of those studios just sort of looking at their profit margin and just going, wow, we really messed up on this one.
0: Hopefully Um, they won't be losing as much as they are... uh currently like I, hopefully we'll get more I mean it's, but they're
1: going uh, the film's going to make more but they're not going to break even right this that's going to take hopefully
0: the damage is minimal even if it's
1: not the full 120 million dollar loss it's going mm-hmm. to be a significant like loss that this film takes and it's really sad to see because I feel like those studios actually try you see they actually like put effort yeah in from watching from, and you the can honest, tell that from, just, yeah, from the critical reviews of it too you know Red, like it really looks like they actually put a lot of time and effort mm-hmm. into trying to make this one better and sort of getting the franchise on a better it just track. wasn't what the fans it, wanted at this point Man. it was just the fans were so tired of it they had messed up so many times I mean the last three Terminator films three Salvation and Genesis were all not critically received well so right. like fool me once fool me twice alright fool me three times I'm done and yeah. so I feel like they sort, of, they sort of struck out and didn't really they used up all their chances with the fans and people just sort of revolted from that so hopefully Terminator, we, we see Terminator Revived later on in a better light If they just do decide to do if it they, yeah. I contend they probably shouldn't I think it would be a, a better idea yeah. to just leave this franchise in the past And sort of just say it was good while it lasted But I think the, that pop culture Can move on and find something different To sort of revere and call it a classic I think Terminator should just live in its time And that it was good when it came out Those first two and that, that the franchise just lived through those two And we should just move on to something different But now, a word from our sponsor
2: the winter doldrums are coming. It's time to hunker down with some tea and comics. And now you can get a great deal on the comics. Come down to the Hall of Heroes and stuff a short box full of back issues of your own choice for only $69.99. Don't miss out. Did you get those? <laughs> Good. Alright, now let's get
1: to the recommendations. <laughs> Nick, to
2: start us
0: off. Alright, here I am talking about Pokemon again. Um. Shocker. Shocker, yes. Um, How many of these you, have
2: we done? You've done we, them every single time.
0: Not every time. <laughs> no, because I I recommended Office Hours. You like you Pokemon? It's okay. I do like Pokemon. Okay, so we're filming this one week before Sword and Shield get released uh, nationwide. They get released on November fifteenth. Uh, so we're filming. This like it's 8th. really next Friday. It's really next Friday. Yeah. Um, uh, the thing I'm recommending though is they uh, Pokemon came out with a trailer on. I don't know, Tuesday or Wednesday. Uh, basically introducing some new mechanics that will overall make competitive easier, like to do Wi-Fi battles at the le- very least. Um, for me, I always did competitive battling on Showdown because like, I just don't have the time to EV or IV train any or any of that. So some of the new things that they've introduced um they've introduced uh items called mints which uh can change the property of the stat distributions uh, within your pokemon so each pokemon has a nature for example there's modest which raises a Pokemon's special attack but lowers the physical attack um so say if you had a pokemon that was a good physical attacker and it had a modest nature you could give it a mint to not change the nature but change the stat distributions so if it's a modest nature and i gave it an adamant mint uh, instead of it being like a actual true modest where it's plus special attack minus attack I gave it the adamant uh, mint so now it is still modest but it has the adamant properties of raising attack but lowering special attack Um, so that'll make uh, getting correct natures or at least the distributions from the natures uh, significantly easier they also made it so that uh, the vitamins uh, uh, traditionally you could have only used 10 to raise EVs uh, uh, assuming they even had EVs that you could still uh, raise for that stat or that Pokemon as a whole uh, they made it so now you can use up to like 26 because a maximum uh, EV for everything is 252. What so you, is an EV? An EV is a effort value. Okay, so, so not the Pokemon. No. Gotcha. no, no. Okay. Um, yeah. So yeah. EVs, yeah. the effort <laughs> values you like, get by you
2: talking about EV. other Pokemon. Pokemon. <laughs> oh, No, no, no.
0: EV, e- 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 yeah, 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 yeah. E- yeah, yep. EV. Yeah. E- so uh, effort values you get by battling Pokemon and traditionally, you know, EV training. Uh, the effort value training took forever because you could only battle specific Pokemon to get those effort values for a specific stat. For example, I think like Puchiana raised physical attack, uh, Zigzagoon raised speed. So um, and Cal- uh, the different vitamins like calcium uh, would raise it by 100 EVs just or by 10, I'm sorry, by 10 EVs just by giving them the thing. Um, and traditionally, you could have only used 10 per Pokemon. Uh, assuming they had EVs to spare now you can use up to as many I believe just to max it out which will be really cool and it'll save a lot of time
2: on uh I'm gonna buy my, ta- my team by which one looks the coolest by the way no
0: that's fine I fully support that for like a casual playthrough but like if you ever want to get into like competitive battling it may- it'll I'm make still it just easier the coolest one. and I think that's I will nice. wow. probably try and get more into like Wi-Fi battling I'm definitely when I do my first playthrough I'm gonna do by which Pokemon I think like Looks the neat. coolest and like have cool designs, but like if I actually get into Wi-Fi battling, then I'll care about gotcha. standard distributions cool. and everything. And I, I think uh, with these changes, it'll make it easier to get competitively viable Pokemon to do Wi-Fi battling instead of just Showdown.
2: Cool. Yeah. This is my turn. Yeah. Cool.
0: Yeah, I can stop. You can just stop me whenever you want, C.J. I, CJ, uh, do you want to go? I was planning on. You can go
2: right now. <laughs> All right, anyway. Uh, Terry Bogard just released in Smash on Wednesday, so that was, like, kind of cool. Uh, Terry Bogard is a character that uh, I would argue that people my age don't really know about because if they don't play video games of any nature, especially fighting games, yeah. Terry Bogard kind of escapes people. People know about, like, Street Fighter and Mortal Kombat. Like, they've heard those names. Mm-hmm. But Fatal Fury is new to a lot of people, and that's where yeah. Terry Bogard comes from. Uh, and he's also in the King of Fighters series, uh, which is a game based off of Fatal Fury, but it's, like, made by the same people. It's weird. It's, like, I a, think it's like 300 of these games, and I've never played a single one.
0: Doesn't Smash have him represented by... Fatal King Fury. Of, oh, it is Fatal the, Fury. I thought it was the other one. Okay. So
2: Terry Bogard releases, and he's from Fatal Fury, but his stage is based off of King oh, okay, of Fighters. okay, that's yeah. what it was. Okay. Yeah, so, but the, it's really cool. He's good value. He's, he's fun. He's interesting. He's got, like, a comeback mechanic that's really... I don't like it but (laughs) uh i just don't understand why you get a comeback mechanic when you already have the lead uh that's what makes me mad uh but anyway his stage is really cool it's really neat because uh it's not like your standard smash Bros stage where you can fall off the stage and just die like you actually have to get hit hard enough to break through a wall and then you get like knocked out which is cool and the
0: animation for it looks really cool it does look really cool yeah yeah uh
2: it also comes with like 50 songs uh so like really the most of any of these dlc like characters yeah because like hero got like nine (laughs) and then like banjo got like 15 i think so they all got a good amount but uh his was the most his was definitely the most yeah the other thing that i'm recommending that i told you guys was gonna be like a off track thing that we totally didn't make a news story for but we should have is that ant-man 3 was Definitely announced last week. Was it really? It was. Ooh, uh, I think what? they are shooting for a 2022 release date? I don't know quite know. Uh, yeah, so still... Paul Rudd is going to not look any different because he just doesn't exactly. age. at all. Uh, <laughs> it's weird. Well, I'm, I'm curious. I bet his, his, his daughter is going to get involved in somehow. somehow. Uh, but Peyton Reed, I believe, is still coming back to direct it. Paul Rudd is returning. Sounds like Michael Keaton might still be returning. Is it Michael Keaton? No. Uh, Michael Douglas, right? Yes. Yeah, Michael Douglas. I always get those two confused. So is
0: Ant-Man 3 going to take place post snap and post everyone coming back so it's gonna yeah. take place in 2023 yeah even though it's coming out in 2022
2: that would make sense yeah just well, i would suppose okay. so um so anyway uh i'm really excited for that which leads me to write recommendation which is for everyone to go watch ant-man and the wasp yeah which is a top five mcu movie by the way 100 percent. i have never been wrong before in my for, life yeah
0: this was a discussion we had when we were first uh uh meeting for this podcast Ron and CJ have very different tastes. Very, very different. <laughs> um, honestly, can we just do an episode five. of that? Can we just do an episode where we do like <laughs> top cool, ten MCs? If he wants to. it's <laughs> <a> top <laughs> but like, can we? Is that something we can do? We can each do like a top, top ten MCU film, and top top then we five. can all. His is
1: going to be like bad. His, his is going to be wrong. Yeah, his is going to be. But bad. we can still do it. The top five list and then, like, and then CJ. Him, like, on the show. The CJ's
0: thing is he does bits. I have my galaxy hopping bit. This is not a CJ band. has every bit it under is the sun a bit. Like, this is not not a bit. and everything a bit. Yes, he does this is movie,
2: a bit. Disregard <laughs> everything he said so far. And
1: he's just not even <laughs> <high>. <laughs> like Face him out. Can we just like a, a clean swipe? like, like
2: anymore? CJ. <laughs> Everybody hush. Let CJ <laughs> talk. Shh. <laughs> Ant-Man I mean, and now that we're yeah. making fun of CJ instead of me, let's keep going. <laughs> Ant-Man and the Watch is the fifth best movie in the MCU, but y'all ain't ready for that. Ron, what do you got? I read? will say top ten, <laughs> maybe. Follow that I'll up. Sheesh. <laughs>
1: All right, well, I read a comic yesterday that actually like, took me presently by surprise. It's called Undiscovered Country. Uh, it's written by Scott Snyder Charles Soule. Um, it's basically about the United States that sort of walled itself off from the rest <laughs> of the world. And a team that actually is going into the U.S. to sort of find a cure for this. Uh, epidemic that's broken out and it's killing a lot of people. They kinda of discover a lot of things about the US and what's been going on in there. It's very fascinating actually. I don't want to give too much away, but it's here at the Hall of Heroes. You guys should definitely come check it out. I thoroughly enjoyed it, so that's my recommendation. So um, interesting. Yes, it was very interesting actually. It was a nice read actually. I really do recommend people go check it out. But cool. thank you guys once again for checking out episode of the Raven Geek. I've yeah. your host Ron Coleman, my co host, CJ and Nick. We're here at the Hall of Heroes in Downtown Mount Pleasant. Please come check it out until next time, say you time. Oh, <laughs>